welcome to another edition of Mighty Sports Minute. I am your host, Colin Taylor. It's August 3rd, it's a Tuesday in South Florida. It's about 73 degrees or so. Clock in the morning. It's one of them days I kind of feel like 84. But you know what I say. Regardless of what time it is, it's always a good time to talk some sports. So let's start talking. Sheldon Richardson, my dude, what are you doing? <laughs> so I know I, I think I briefly touched on this. The other day, or the last time we had this podcast, welcome, thank you guys for listening, I really do appreciate this, but Sheldon Richardson, my dude, what the are you doing? It's my first reaction. (laughs) It's still my reaction, but it's my first initial reaction, because that's my reaction until I hear everybody blowing everything out of proportion, and kind of like, my reaction blew it out of proportion. There's some negatives in there that that you just can't, you just can't deny. The biggest one, to me, because of this day and age, is going to be the fact that there was a 14-year-old kid in the car with him. Because he's being reckless as as an adult. That's that's really what that is. He's being reckless as an adult. That's about it. To me, I'm I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, it was... Resisting arrest, he was, he was, he was 184, ah, weed smelled in the car, I'm like, and then he's charged with a misdemeanor, and I'm like, yeah, it makes sense to me, it makes sense to me in a very weird way, because that's why, listen, this isn't a bigger deal than the flake gate, I'll tell you that much, like, he ain't a cheater of the game of football, but, you know, but he is stupid, I'm gonna tell you that much, and in a weird way, when I listen to his apology again, it makes me think that, you know, and very slightly that he was even referring to this incident in a very indirect way. Like, he was like, man, like, I'm even apologizing for this thing that you guys don't even really know about, but I just can't bring it up, right? I, I don't know how to tell you guys this days after I just pop hot for your analysis. You know, like, it's... Like, he should have just manned up, but you got, I don't, you guys is, like, you haven't been, if you've never been watched for every little thing that you do, then you don't understand what it is to be able, nobody else has to go to their boss and says, hey, I got arrested for, and and see, and, and, because remember, a lot of times what a lot of people, what a lot of people do is that, Oh, they want these they want these players to be treated like they're regular people and they hold them by a certain standards that are that are that that are, that are held normally for a regular work environment. Oh, normally you couldn't just go to your boss and blah, 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 blah. Oh, you couldn't go to your boss and blah, 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 blah. this is what they say. But you never if you've never been in this position where you're like someone in the military, someone somewhere in the national like say the National Football League, where you just pop hot for your analysis. And if you don't have to let some civilian unfootball related incident, you know, get back to your unit, get back to your to your team, 
then yeah, I mean, I said anything too. At least back then, when I was three years into the military, or he, like Sheldon Richardson's three years into the National Football League, I, I could I could slightly understand that. Like, like there's as much as a man you you may be. There's something that you that, that you know that you don't want to disappoint those people. Like that's still tough, and it takes a couple of times of going through that to realize that you are just way better off just going going there and telling them than you are just letting something like that. Because believe it or not, the people that also are above you, a lot of times they will, if if you show that you have any kind of redeeming qualities they'll be more inclined to help you more than they are to hurt you. And I had to also learn that also in the military. So Sean Richardson so hopefully learn some things from this. But that's why I feel like that apology, in a slight indirect way, he, he would have loved to have told us. But he couldn't. And for the, as, as far as that 12-year-old goes, yeah, he's wrong because he should know better as an adult, but he's not really that much an adult. He's 24 years old to a 12-year-old. Like, he's more of a big brother at that point in time, then he is an adult. And to that 12-year-old, to go on some random drag race is a thrill. <laughs> you understand? Like, if I had the opportunity to have a Bentley at 24 years old, let's say 21 years old, right? And I grabbed one of my 12-year-old cousins, right? And I started drag. I, I would love, like, th th there's something in you that is going to want to flaunt that for that, also for that 12 you have that big brother mentality. You're not thinking like an adult. You're thinking like their bigger brother. Remember, sometimes your bigger brother may just be three years older than you. Remember, your, your bigger brother has somewhat authority over you, but doesn't have a lot of authority over you. So the moment that you make it, it gives you a little bit more authority over those younger siblings. Like It's, it's, it's a very weird mentality that if you don't... that, am I making, am I, Does it sound like I'm making excuses for Sheldon Richardson? It, it may, but I'm just looking at it from a different point of view. I'm, I'm looking at it from somebody that may have been in that position before or in similar circumstances. I'm, I'm being endearing because, once again, he didn't cheat the game of football. He just made a bunch of stupid decisions. And stupid decisions sometimes are just stupid decisions. You know, they, they can just be random and just things that are caught up in the moment because... You just don't know better than to go against that urge. And sometimes you 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 can't tell people to live in the moment and not tell them not to live in the moment. You understand that urge to live in the moment is 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 very appealing. Like I, I, and and that's where a lot of a lot of people like to live their life. Believe it or not. Military people included. It's a form of release. So why is there being? Why are we bringing up a gun that he has that I haven't heard is that was illegal? Like so, uh, apparently he had his registered gun with him in the vehicle. He drives a Bentley. He's a multi-millionaire. I don't know what neck of the wood he was in. I don't know if this drag race was random or if it was planned. But if it was planned. And it's something that's being exchanged for money versus somebody that you may not know that well. I may bring my semi-automatic weapon, which I doubt it is because he had the kid in the car. I don't think he's bringing a kid to something like that, which makes me expect that this may be random. Also, you know, you realize that they didn't find the random car that what before. Let me get to that. <laughs> so, well, we bringing up a legal, uh, and really, I really just should go on to the next one.
Because why are you bringing up a gun that's legal? For, for a millionaire 24-year-old that apparently still has some childhood mentalities, you know, that he has a vehicle, he has one in the car in case somebody tries to rob him in his Bentley. Because notice we didn't hear anything about the random car that they couldn't find. Because Sheldon Richardson, just think about it. This is also how stupid he is. He's thinking that he can hide a Bentley in a random park, <laughs> in a random driveway. Like, not realizing that, like, because unless Bentleys are just common to that neighborhood, you don't think it's, it's not going to be easy for a cop to, to circle a neighborhood a couple of times and not, and not see a Bentley? You were, you were racing in a Bentley. My dude, come on. Oh, man, I'm telling you, you guys have no clue how much of a potty mouth I really am. <laughs> really? Really, B? But, then they say, oh, the car smelled like weed. The car smelled like weed. The car smelled like weed. I, I don't see a problem with that. Sheldon Richardson just failed the urinalysis 12 days ago for weed. If he, if... He consistently smoked in his car. His car's gonna smell like weed. Listen, I'm gonna tell you something. I, Cause I'm not gonna name names on this, right? I grew up in a very weed-friendly environment. Let's just say that I come from a Jamaican heritage. So every single elder I've known up till the point of about 12 years old or so, so every elder I had direct contact with on a consistent basis until I was about 12 was Jamaican. So I grew up in a very weed, marijuana-friendly environment. So yeah, when these laws are passed for marijuana, I'm happy for it. You know, when, when these players are being busted for marijuana, I, I, I can sympathize with them at times because I know they're not the only ones doing drugs in the, in the, in the NFL. They're just the only ones doing drugs that don't get out your system for 30 days. I'm not telling them to do drugs that have a shorter lifespan. I'm just saying let's be let's be serious about it. As marijuana, where something is something that they're probably taking on a daily basis, and the other ones that are taking drugs, they're usually taking them for party for for party habits, and they're usually out of their system within 72 hours, so you're not catching it. People that are usually taking marijuana are usually trying to mellow out on a consistent basis, or usually mellowing out on a consistent basis. They're trying to put their mind at rest. When you have a lot weight on your conscience, you put it. You you find a way to put your mind at ease. Some people drink, or they or they go to drinking every single day, which is where the military kind of forces a lot of people to do, and what society kind of forces you to do. Let's go ahead and corrode those livers and and become alcoholics. When all you're really trying to do is sedate yourself and relax. But that's something different. So growing up in a very weed friendly environment, and I'm getting pressed against the clock here because I need, I really do need to get to work because I need to get to school on a decent time today, and I really do hate dealing with that traffic. Like I said, it's about seven forty-five or about seven forty-seven to be exact, and I want to get out of here very soon. But I'm not gonna cheat you of substance, so we're gonna continue. So growing up in a very weed friendly environment, I I do remember people hop friends of mine. Hopping in vehicles of adults I were I was in the I was in a vehicle with on a consistent basis random random adults like like the the various various adults and I remember them always coming to me or whispering in my ear oh my god the car smells like weed. you know oh my god whispering the car smells like weed and I'm looking at them what really because you know what happens 
they, <laughs> as Febreze or whoever it is has so clearly shown us, there is something called nose blindness. And you just kind of get used to it and, it and it gets trapped into your ACs and it gets trapped into your vents. And even if you haven't smoked in there in a week, when you turn on that AC, it may come gushing out of your AC to anybody that, and they smell it very potently if they're not a weed smoker, if there's not something they're consistently around because it's not something that they have become used to. I, I could compare it to somebody that's been, that works in a fish market for 12 years and the random person that goes shopping in there once a month. Like, you're, not, you're not smelling the same thing that they're smelling. So... When they say that, oh, his car smelled like weed, but how did you not get a weed charger? How did they not charge him for weed? Well, guess what? There was no weed. His car just smelled like weed because most likely in the past, that was his place of chiefing. That's where he smoked. And you can't just get that out. That, that, that scent. Weed smoke definitely does linger. And to, the, and to the smoker, you don't smell it. To the non-smoker, they smell it every single time they pass you by. It's a, it's a listen. It, it becomes part of your aura. <laughs> So I'm not I'm not too hard on him about that because you're you're not you can't charge him you can't charge him for the smell of something just because you think that he had it. Like I said, there was no weed in the car, but the car smelled like weed. You can't pinpoint when he smoked weed in the car. Because guess what? They didn't test him for weed at that time. They didn't test his intoxication level. So I don't even understand what we're talking here about the weed. And Listen, I I, I, I don't know about, listen, I, and I'm, I was going to put, whew, thank God I didn't put this out yesterday morning like I wanted to and I waited to today because I, I got a chance to hear a lot of these people's response to to him speeding. They asked, what's the fastest you've gotten a vehicle up to? And somebody said 110 and then thought, oh my God, what am I doing? You old fuddy duddy walk by the straight line. Also, let me not even say that. I'm going to assume you've never had the advantage of driving in Germany. Because once again, I've had the advantage of driving in Germany. Which means I've driven on the Autobahn. I have pushed a minivan to about 160, 170, 180-ish. We've put a minivan on two wheels, not for nothing. <laughs> so, when these, like, so when he says he's going 184, I've been in vehicles that have gone 184. Thank you to my man Haas and his Camaro. Yeah. And if you're speeding or if you're drag racing and a cop all of a sudden clocks you going 184, I mean, yes, I know now that he hit in a parking lot. Uh, he drove away and hit in a driver. Because I, like I said, I did start writing this before some other details came to me. I was like, how is it a resistance arrest if you're going 184? You need time to catch up to me. I'm not really running from you. You just haven't caught up yet. But then I heard, oh, he tried to hide and put on his brake lights and yeah. Once again, how the hell do you hide a Bentley and how do you forget to put on and not take your foot off the damn brakes? Like, you have got to, like, I'm not even going to say he has got to be the, like, the stupidest MFR I've, I've heard of lately than the, than the last dude that Cheddar Bob himself that used to be in New York. But you see where he's making this dumb decision after dumb decision after dumb decision. Like, it, it's, it's, a, it's a cycle of things. Like, it, these are all, but you understand, these are all thrills to him, most likely. These are all, all thrills. And that's probably what he needs to find a way to find a way to release is that when you don't have that thrill of football or, or whatever you're doing, like how do you get that out of your system? Because that is, trust me, something that a lot of people that listen, I have problems with at times that I 
still seek the thrill of the military. And, you know, I take that out in my personal life now. <laughs> like, when I have downtime, you know, I go ham. He's going ham. And he, and he needs to learn to tone it down. He needs to find a way to go ham and not, and not be illegal with it. And I think that's probably his biggest problem at this point in time. And if you hear that little jingling, 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 it's probably the orange juice that I'm, I was probably having a sip on. So, right now, I guess he has this court case, or he may not have this court case, because he got tried for something very, very minute. And at the end of the day, as a Jet fan, and as everything else, I still think that he needs to be suspended an additional 12 games. Because he's stupid. Like, you can't, like, because at the end of the day, you can't reward bad behavior. You can't reward bad behavior. And... Sheldon Richardson, you're, you're, and you know what? I don't even think that the that the Jets should even wait for the league to for the league to come down. And I, and, I, and maybe this is something that more teams should take an initiative on. That they should really start suspending these guys beforehand because it's really not it's really not clicking as it should, and. Maybe if the teams felt that, because you know what, and, and the thing about it, the, the teams want the players to feel like they have their back, and so they don't want to look at the bad guys. That's the reason why they have people like Roger Cadell, so that they can they can say, oh, you know, we have this much. But listen, you know what? If you don't want to suspend them yourself, Jets, then guess what? Give the NFL your suggested suspension for him. You know what? Say, hey, you know what? We suggest that you suspend him an additional. Eight games on top of the four games he's already suspended. Make him suspended for 12 games. Yeah, make him miss three quarters of the system, uh, of the year. He'll learn his lesson when he's sitting there for three quarters of the year with no pay. And then he finally has to come back and see what this team has done is doing without him. See how much this team really doesn't need him. And he'll come out, he'll ball his, and ball his butt out. And then when he gets lowballed the next year on a contract, he'll, he'll, he'll remember why. He'll, he'll, he'll come back, it'll hit him. That, oh, maybe I shouldn't be such a dumbass. Yeah. The Jets should even wait for the, for the league. The Jets should say, hey, we suggest you suspend him an additional eight games. We want him gone for 12 whole games. And leave it at that. Because Sheldon Richardson is stupid. But... There's somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that girl fight? <laughs> Man, Ronda Rousey does it again. <sighs> you know what, man? And again, in under one minute, she finishes another opponent. Not only... That she finishes another opponent. She knocks out her second opponent. Oh, I'm so mad. So mad. I was gonna I was gonna suggest Ah oh, man. Cause cause I won a bet on the only other time she has knocked somebody out. And I was gonna call it for this one. <sighs> See, this is when you should do things, but whatever. That's now you're here or there. But it's the second time she's gonna knock somebody out. And she oh, she Peter McNeely, that girl. I don't know if any of you guys remember Peter McNeely. And the reason I bring up Peter McNeely because she is also the baddest woman on the planet. Yes, that's the reason why she gets what she gets from me. She is. <laughs> she is that good to me. Bad.
<laughs> yeah. She is definitely the baddest woman on the planet. The second coming of Mike Tyson in this well-packaged, packaged, beautiful, blonde, bombshell form in... Man, you understand that her 45 seconds overshadows every single fight on the fight card. And there was some bad fights on that fight card. Bad. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? When you, when you see all these, all these, all these memes, you know, I want a bad, I want a bad chick, I want a bad, Ronda Rouse is a bad chick. She, she's hands down a bad chick, man. <laughs> tell you the cutest thing ever. My, uh, I don't even want to tell you about server these, because I, I just want to, my niece calls her Rowdy Rowdy. <laughs> she called her, she calls her Ring Around the Rosie. It's, it's, it's the funniest thing ever, but no. She, she's pulling these people apart, and I, I just like to see her fight. I, I like to see her fight. I like to see her act. Like, I would love to meet Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey's a bad chick, and you, you can't, you know, you don't, you don't get any better than that. And she is, she's blowing the sport away. Like, and and, and it makes sense. It, it lets you understand why there's seven fights on a card that she's on because you know that when you go and watch her fight. It's not lasting long. So you have to prepare for not only her short fight, but you know what though? I'm gonna tell you something. You know in the past where they've had pay-per-view events and because of the the limited number of fights that they were saying, there's only like five fights on the card. If a fight ends early, then if you're watching a television product, then you get then you get to watch a prelim fight before. A lot of times a lot of people have already watched the prelim fights. If you're, I'm guessing if you're sitting there in the stands or in the stadium or wherever it is, then you just have down period of nothingness. You're getting, you're getting popcorn, you're getting soda, you're getting food, you're using the bathroom. But there's a lot of downtime. With this, this seven-card fight thing, because you know that your champion, your main card, is probably not going to last more than three minutes. And if you're lucky, you'll get eight out of her on a one random event, I think. Then... Yeah, you you build up the rest of the fight card. It's it's a really it's really a brilliant move. And then even not just knowing that she's gonna have a short fight card, but let's say you get a short fight out of any of those fights, then guess what? Now you don't have to worry about downtime, and you don't have to worry about showing a prelim fight on your television product. You could just move on. You know, give five ten minutes of analysis. Tell them, hey, you're gonna you're prepping. You know what I mean? You were going to go on earlier than expected. So now everybody, instead of getting like now a set time that they go on, now you get a window of time that you may go on, depending on how soon a fight may end. You tell them, hey, we're going to prep, we're going to talk some, you're going to be on in the next 10, in the next 10, 15 minutes. Now instead of having a real, like, extended time, I'm going to tell you, some of those like, time periods are really, really, uh, were, were bad. You know, so, and I don't even think that the 10 minutes is going to be what it is. You know, these guys should be warmed up, but I'm assuming that it was something along that nature you know, for a production standpoint as well. So, yeah, I, it made sense to me. You had seven fights on there, and it didn't end until one because, you know what, you're going to sit there and watch all seven fights to wait to see her fight, even though it was 45 seconds, because you know what? As great as that undercard was, um, those other fights were, even the prelims were, were excited. She stole the whole damn show because Ronda Rousey,
Thank you guys for listening. This is another edition of the Mighty Sports Minute. Man, don't forget to follow me at my blog whenever I, I do decide to write anything again. It's at mightysports.wordpress. Then, as you know, I have a YouTube page that's going to be coming out pretty soon. Facebook page and YouTube, Mighty Sports. That's M-Y-T Sports. Thank you.